Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So as you guys know, it is the holidays right now. It is currently like December 30th. So in between Christmas and New Year's, um, another week, another week without a guest because everyone has family and doesn't work f- <laughs> like normal humans. <laughs> and I'm here recording a podcast. So I couldn't get a guest in for this week, but I had a fantastic idea. Shout out to the Logan Paul podcast for the, giving me this idea. Um, I wanted, I said on Instagram, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow at Kyle Garvin beats. I said, Hey, uh, send me voice memos of your questions and shout yourself out whatever you want to do ask me questions via voice memo i feel like this will give it a more personal touch i think this will be a really good dope podcast because you will hear it come out of the mouth of the actual person who has questions for me instead of just a q a and then me repeating the question gives it a more personal touch it lets everyone get involved i was going to do a podcast actually bringing a subscriber on i still might do that because the podcast is going to go on forever the podcast is amazing but um I wanted to try this first. I think this would be a lot easier, a lot cooler, and it, so many people can get involved in this. Um, surprisingly, more people ask me questions than I thought they would, and I was listening through a couple of them, and they're great questions, so I'm hyped to do this. And um, yeah, that's it. Let's get into the episode of the podcast. If um, Use the code KB Podcast. It's still valid. I actually just posted a beat on my website, so if a rapper listens to the podcast, um, go to KyleBeast.com, purchase one of my leases, and it's lit. And um, obviously, recently posted the Jungle Kit as well for the for those of you who know. So use the code KB Podcast twenty percent off of all my kits on the website. And um, yeah, it's lit. We're working. We're out here. It's um, let's get into the podcast in three, two, one. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the question first and then I'm going to answer it after. So let's play the first question that we have here. What's up, Cal? It's Mars Inc. Underscore Mars Inc. Um, on Instagram. Uh, my question is basically I be DM a, DMing a whole bunch of rappers, but I'm trying to figure out how do I get like that DM to turn into a sale? I know you made a living off like, you know, what I'm saying beats. In like three or four months so i'm trying to figure out how do i get you know what i'm saying to turn that dm into a sale like because I, I got a dude who be like oh i'm, I'm a bag beats or whatever whatever what do i say to them specifically and i'm a salesman so like i'll be trying to sell them but it just don't be working so i'm trying to figure out what what should, exactly should i do so shout out to mars sync thanks for the question um so when it comes to beats the thing i noticed too is like the title of that everyone always talks about that video how i made a living selling beats in four months and if you look at the end of that title, it says in four months. And the weird thing about the weird thing that I noticed with beat sales, and that's why the YouTube thing works, is because you you don't know that it's happening. But when when you're DMing people on Instagram, and that's how I was making my living, and it started off like three hundred bucks a week, and then it ended up being like before the YouTube a thousand bucks a week. I've said this before a million times, but the thing I noticed about especially if you're selling to a creative, like a rapper is a creative. It's just like they, the timing of everything is weird. If they're, even if they're not 
if they're serious about rapping or if they're not serious about rapping, the timing is always weird. First of all, you have to get them to like your beats. They have to have some ideas for them, whatever, whatever. And then it's like, do they have money to buy them? A lot of rappers don't have money. So there's a lot of variables. And do they even want beats? Like, like the timing is super important because they might not be putting out an album. They might not be doing this. They might not be doing that. And it's like, what I've noticed, it's just like a snowball effect. You're not going to really, um, it's hard to sell someone on the spot. So the best thing you can do is hit someone up, be like, hey, I make beats. I check out my beats. Here's my website. Here's my whatever. Um, if you want any, let me know, blah, blah, blah. If you want to buy, I always used to pressure them and say, if you wanted to buy today, like you can, um, if you wanted to buy today, I'll give you a discount. Or if you wanted to buy this week, I can give you a discount. But for the most part, a lot of people, a lot of my sales were people that I talked to months ago that are coming back and bought a beat and be like, yo, I just bought that beat I was talking about like six months ago. That was like a lot of my sales. So it's like a snowball effect. So you have to, if you're, if you're like a month into like trying to sell beats and they're not selling, then like that's so, com- that's so completely normal. And like use that time where you're just hitting people up, like hit people up, go crazy, try to get your name out there, try to get some numbers, try to get some whatever. And then in the meantime, when you're not trying to sell beats, make sure you're getting your beats as good as possible, as ready to go as possible so someone can buy it. So even if you don't have the numbers, you can get that conversion rate up to to the point where people can't resist and they have to buy it. Because that's like super important is like, getting your face in front of people, and then how how ready to go is the beat? Does it appeal to the most people possible? All right, next question from Joshua Damien. Let's hear it. Yo, Kyle, who is the first rapper that inspired you to rap or taught you one of the early flows when you first started rapping? Um, It's weird because I just started recording vocals like since I put out this YouTube channel, honestly. Like I didn't really start trying to even rap or record vocals. So I've just been listening to like music forever so i've just been there's so many different people that i can say that i i'm inspired by like their 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 flow or whatever whatever um because i like everything i like all types of rap music you know what i mean i like most type of rap music like anywhere from old school eminem to like new school just like (laughs) lil mosey or something like i don't know but I definitely have like the East Coast, like Gangstar type of like old school boom bap um, flows. I love like DJ Premier beats. Those are my, when I hear a DJ Premier beat, I just like tons of words just start coming to, to my head. But if I hear like a trap beat, I can't really write to it most of the time. I could write a hook or I could write a this, but it's hard for me to write to just like trap beats. But when you put on like a boom bap, like 90 BPM beat, like I just start thinking of, uh, different words and different things, but um, yeah, definitely like that. Anyone who's wrapped in a DJ Premier beat, like I'm inspired by that. The old school Eminem. I like, I like a lot of stuff, man. I like Lil Mosey. I like Rich the Kid. I like, I don't know. There's a lot of people. I ch- I try to take inspiration from everywhere. You know what I mean? That's super important. Um, Cause then you can take different things that this person does. If I take something that Lil Mosey does, something that Gangstar does, something that Nas does, something that rich the kid does and combine them all into one you know what i mean you can take them from all these different places and then listen to some classical music and take something that's done there and then 
put it into one. That's how you create your own style, just from taking from different places. But I can't really name just one person that um, has inspired me as a as a rapper, I guess, that I am now. <laughs> All right, let's go to this next one. It says Blitz Jackson on the Gmail. Let's hear it. Yo, what's good, Kyle? I have a question. So how can you make a really unique producer name that will stand out amongst others? You know, because it'll really help you in branding and just letting other people know that this is you. I really need help and I'm drawing so many blanks. Anyways, have a good one. Peace. So when it comes to like coming up with a name, coming up with a producer name, it literally does not matter. You know what I mean? Two years ago, Kyle Beats meant absolutely nothing. But now because I've generated a brand for myself, when you think of Kyle Beats, you think of uh, cool videos, vlogs, podcasts, dope beats, hopefully good songs. And hopefully, <laughs> I would like to think like a decent brand. You know what I mean? Like a super creative, inspiring brand. Maybe you learned something from me. Whatever. It's whatever you think of. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell does Nike mean? What What is like, what does anything mean? It doesn't really mean anything. So I think the big thing, like now that I'm moving forward, I'm actually like looking into starting other things as well off of Kyle Beats. So you're coming up with names, you're coming up with um, different stuff like that. And as long as it's, as long as you like it, I think that's the most important thing because a, a name does not matter at all. Like the brand is created from like execution and, and doing things and then people think oh yeah this blah, blah blah is that so as long as it's not like something ridiculous like a swear word or i don't know like at the same time try try to separate because like i know there's so many producers with just like a name and a logo because they don't want to show their face and it doesn't necessarily matter but do something that represents you do something that you like do something that represents you and then the brand as far as like as far as like having it be cool for your actual brand, that that branding takes place like over time, like over years and years of, that's how you develop a brand. It has nothing to do with the actual name you started with the beginning. It's, it's a matter of what you do. All right, next one is from Nike9. Let's listen to it. What's up, Kyle? Um, I go by the name of Nike9. And my question to you is, if you had to start new, fresh off, don't have anything no followers no nothing there's nothing to your name yet all of that but you finally want to take that first step first few steps into the internet side of producing and you know building yourself as a brand what would be what would those first few steps be um going into 2019 starting new fresh have no knowledge of anything and wanting to finally start uh i guess making money with your craft which is making beats and producing what would your first steps be all right so i would 100 if i was starting from scratch get an instagram potentially a twitter youtube um website get all those accounts sorted get like some sort of like beat stars or airbit account Get everything sorted to the point where they all match. All your Twitter, Instagram names are the same. Go take some, I don't know, like for me personally, I wouldn't really, I see everyone trying to be behind the scenes. That's like the goal is like to have a logo in front of your name. So I would go out there and get some pictures of myself and like have it be super creative, something that no one else has done. Um, 
if I was going to start from scratch, I know how to use a camera. <laughs> so that's like a skill that I would be able to use, get some dope pictures, put that as my profile picture. Um, and then just work from there and try to do like things people are, are not, are not doing. And then just, as long as it's dope, just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Cause you can do things that people aren't doing, but if it's not, if it's not entertaining, people are not going to come along. So like, I don't know. I would use like, I would create a vlog. I would just create a straight up dead. Like right now, because of seeing all the tutorial, everyone's trying to, everyone's trying to see what has happened with like these tutorials and stuff. So now everyone's trying to do tutorials. I would just straight up create a vlog. I wouldn't do any tutorials. I would throw tips in it. I would do essentially what I'm doing right now. I would go ham on Instagram, trying to like get any sort of views. And then it's just a snowball effect. It's it's what I, I mean, it's what, it's what I, it's what I did. You know what I mean? You just have to figure out what works. It's a, it's a scramble. You know what I mean? Like, Right now in 2019, Instagram is super relevant. YouTube is still super relevant if you can find a new, if you can find like, if you can start getting subscribers and be yourself and do something unique. Um, and I would just do what I did and try to get some, try to get some sales on like, on like fucking Instagram. I don't know. Like I would spend weeks, you got to spend weeks and weeks and just like figuring out, I don't have to figure out the puzzle to try to get the snowball going, but it, I don't just have an answer because I don't know what it is because I'm not in that. I'm not in the zero to a hundred subscribers grind right now. But if I was, I would spend weeks and weeks trying all sorts of different stuff, nonstop 24 seven. I would be trying different types of stuff. And if this didn't work, I'd go here. This didn't work. Da da da, And continuously putting out content, whatever, whatever until something just worked. And that's essentially what, everyone does and that's essentially what i did <laughs> you know what i mean everyone started from zero so all right here is the next question hey kyle my question for you is what do you think of electra x and how do you think it stands up against other popular plugins what do i think of electra x um it's cool i i bought it recently i haven't had it for too long like I don't even know, maybe four or five months, maybe not too recently, I guess. Um, it's super dope. The preset, there's not too many preset sounds that come with it compared to Omnisphere. There is a lot, but like compared to Omnisphere, there's not, I would say. Um, but it's, it's cheap, it was like 200 bucks or something. Omnisphere is like 500. But I do think for someone, if you do know how to like, if you can figure out a little bit of sound design, I personally haven't tried this yet with, um, or with Electra X. But if you do know like things about like sign and, and different types of like synths and stuff like that, um, you can create your own unique sounds. There's a lot of good like sound design stuff in uh, stuff in Electra X. So for that part of it, it's really good. Um, like I would say the expansions, like getting different types of packs and stuff with it is more valuable than the stock sounds. Like I ran through the stock, I ran through all the good stock sounds for, for like trap beats in like two seconds. But yeah, I mean, I think Omnisphere is a little bit better right now still, but I think it definitely has a lot of potential because of like the sound design capabilities. Hey Kyle, my name's Joran. I live in Washington uh, state and uh, like about six months into producing uh, and uh, I've gotten making beats pretty good, you know, down, I've got it down. Uh, and everything and you know, I'll continue to get better and whatever but uh, one thing that I really want to improve on is doing uh, vocals 
because I got a mic and I got a bunch of different stuff. Um, but for me, myself and other people who've been hitting me up in my hometown trying to get some vocals in on a beat, I have trouble uh, making it sound like it's natural to the song. You know, like I get I get good voice quality. It's just that making it seem like it's just naturally a part of a song. Like, I don't know, you go listen to any song and it's just like, yeah, that those vocals belong there. For me, mine kind of stand out more. And it might not necessarily be a bad thing, but I also want to know how to make them seem more natural to the song, if you know what I'm saying. But yeah, that's my question. Uh, thank you so much and keep up the good work with all the vids. I really enjoy them. And yeah. Have a good day. First of all, if you're if you're six months into producing, I guarantee your mix is not very good on the actual beat, which is pretty important when it comes to the vocals. And when you listen, you said uh, when I listen to another song on the radio, like oh yeah, that blends in together. When you first record vocals, even if you're on like a really good mic, the beat, even if the beat is already mixed, it's still gonna sound like. Um, the vocals and the beat are still gonna sound like separate. That's something that I figured out. Cause like I was first recording vocals and I was like, dude, why does this suck? I kind of felt that same thing. I was like, why, why is this horrible? And then I've watched my friend like Cam and other people uh, record songs and make songs. And I'm like, oh shit, it just sounds super rough at the beginning. And at the end you gotta, it's just like if, if someone started making a beat and in your head, you know where the whole beat is gonna go. But at the beginning, like a normal person wouldn't be able to tell. Um, because there's a whole process that it goes through. There's a whole process that it goes through after you record something down. And I bet yours sounds way more separate because you probably don't have the mixing down yet. Six months into producing, my mixing was absolute garbage. But like you could put a beat together. You know what I mean? So. Um, I think figure out how to mix your beats. If you say, all right, so let's say you have your beat mixing down, then it just comes to the vocal mixing. That's all it is, is mixing. I mean, it's just mixing, making sure the vocal sounds good, having a decent mic. Um, and then the mastering process is a huge part of tying everything together when it comes to vocals. Like the ma the mastering just mu just is like the final piece to like mush everything together like your mix compared to your master even if you have your everything perfect in the mix like the mastering is what really binds everything together so if you if you're not mastering your songs even if you're just mixing them it's still going to be separate but um i would guess six months into producing the mix is still pretty pretty bad compared to what it will be in like a year um but yeah, there's my advice. All right, next question. Hey, Kyle Beats. So my question is, uh, are you going to do type beats in the future? And if you are, can you try and do like maybe a Logic one or an Aries type one? And uh, check out my SoundCloud at AJ Skells. Um, yeah. Uh, I have a bunch of beats on my computer still. As you guys know, that's how I came onto this scene was selling beats. <laughs> but um yeah, actually, I it's funny, I literally just posted one on my website today from the other day. I just knew it was a beat that I wasn't going to use. It was tight, it was dope, so I posted it. Um, I'm going to post on Kyle Beats Radio and maybe my SoundCloud too. But um, yeah, I've just been getting, I've just been posting them just to like, I don't know, because like rappers are still hitting me up, you know what I mean? The rappers are constantly hitting me up, like bigger people are hitting me up to get exclusives now, and um 
like a lot of people that are serious about their careers are hitting me up to get exclusives. So I would like to keep updating my my sound and like my catalog a little bit with beats that I know that I'm not going to use or not directly send anyone. Um, so that's where I'm going with that right now. There's so many beats on my computer. So I definitely want to keep uploading those just to update the catalog just because fuck it. <laughs> um but we'll see when I, when I start putting music out we'll see if it changes or not i'm not sure but all right next one hello i am uh frankie and uh i also am a music creator and songwriter um huge fan of your music by the way and i just thought i would send in a voice memo um so my question is for you uh how do you build a following that's geared to your sound and uh, also like the type of audience that you're looking for. What do you do to, um, I guess, better pinpoint that for lack of better words? And um, how do you continue to keep content going and inspiration flowing? Because I know that's a lot of work. That's like a whole nother side of the whole music creation is the actual promoting and the social media aspect. I was never really good at that, but I'm trying my best now. And um, yeah, so I hope that you can answer this question and uh, best of luck to you. Um, it's literally just putting out stuff. <laughs> like, how did I build my, how did I build my following on YouTube? I put out YouTube videos and then I put out more YouTube videos and then my skills with a camera got better. My beats improved. I, saw what was popular and what was different, try to stand out while not copying someone, made a unique brand of Kyle Beats where it was super cinematic. I had commentary. I, f I basically filmed YouTube videos and I was doing, I was trying to post every single day. When I started trying to post videos every single day with a unique thing, an intro I said hey what's up guys I was holding I was vlogging I wasn't just like recording my screen and my head was in the top corner it was different at the time I was doing it now you can point to me and say oh Kyle Beast did that but at the same time you could do something like that kid like fucking my went out and played his beats on Hollywood Boulevard if he never did that who would have thought of that you know what I mean that is so unique so you can do stuff to be unique and just put out content you know what I mean? Just put it out until you get like the hardest thing on earth is going from zero to a hundred followers. You know what I mean? So if you already did that, or if you went to a 3000 or if you went to a thousand, that's the hardest thing you can do. You know what I mean? Getting to from zero to a thousand was the hardest thing ever, but because the videos were good and I had skills with a video camera, it kind of differentiated me from, from other producers cause I could do cinematic stuff. And I told a story, or tried to anyways, in each one of my videos. And the beats were good and the videos were good. It's super inspiring. People want to cook up after they watch my videos. And um, yeah, I mean, that's the only way. There is no like sitting down and let's market. Let's market right now. Let's, let's market my brand. I'm gonna sit down on my computer and market my brand. It's literally just putting out content and just feeding the beast, which is the internet, because everyone just wants more content. And it has to be good. If your content's shitty and you're putting it out and you don't even know it's bad, then I don't know. And like all your questions, how do you how do you build an audience that's similar, that's geared towards your sound? Someone, if you put it out on YouTube and title it whatever, whatever, 
people are going to find it that like that type of stuff. People will search it. People will, it will show up in their recommended. It will show up on their Instagram, whatever. Try to collaborate with people that are doing the same. If you have like 2000 followers, collaborate someone with someone else with 2000 followers. And, and then maybe you'll get like 10 followers each out of that. And then, you know what I mean? It's a snowball effect. So the bigger your snowball is, I have 165,000 subscribers so I can reach a lot more people than with someone with a thousand subscribers, both collaboration wise and just like how that's how YouTube works. People with more subscribers and are more relevant and are uploading can reach a bigger audience on like recommended pages and stuff. Um, same with Spotify, same with everything. So that's the same with everything. Hey, what's up? Um, I just want to start by saying I'm a huge fan. I love your work. You're actually one of my top favorite YouTubers. Um, in fact, you inspired me to get out and create a YouTube channel and start pushing out beats weekly. And I would just like to thank you for that. I go by Patient Zero Beats on YouTube. So um, my question for you is, how do you get over beat block? How do I get over beat block? I'll tell you how I get over it. I go, damn, I need to film a video today because I have to put one out for tomorrow. And I push through the beat block. And you know what? There's fucking proof of it all over my YouTube page if you go through and watch every single one of my videos. Every now and then, sometimes even a few videos in a row, I'll have a video where I'll be like, oh man, this I don't know what it is about this, but I have a headache and it sucks. And like... I edit, I edit it together all f suavely and amazingly. And it's, it looks amazing after it's edited together. But like, I'm here at the studio fucking just like, oh, this actually fucking sucks. Like this video sucks. What is this? This beat is trash. I, you know what I mean? That's what it is. And you guys see it on camera. So basically I power, I basically essentially power through it to film a video and then step away. Like I don't really, I don't really make too many beats. I'm not just sitting at my computer making beats all day. So the time where I do sit down to make beats because I got some extra time, it's like a thrill. And yeah, I still get beat block and I still get like creative blocks and like creatively un uninspired. But like, I don't know, I've built up enough skills to the point where even with my videos, like when a video is not good because I'm not creatively inspired, it's still decent. It's still like not, it's not horrible because I have, you know what I mean? Like if the best, if LeBron, I always say LeBron James or Cristiano Ronaldo, if LeBron James plays a bad game, it's still better than a lot of other people's game. So, um, but at the same time, when you don't have enough skills built up, it's beat block is sucks. My beat block used to be so much worse because I didn't have enough skills. You don't have enough, like you don't have enough things in the tank. You don't have enough like different weapons to use. It's like, if you're playing <laughs> here, we go analogies all the time. It's like, if you're playing a video game and you got, say someone has like a sword or whatever, whatever, a gun knife, like battlefield or something, you have C4, this, that you have like five, six different weapons. If your gun runs out of ammo, you got the back, you got the secondary weapon, you got the C4, you got the whatever you got. Maybe you can jump in a vehicle and drive around and, and, and still win the game or whatever. But if you only got that one rifle that you're using, like that one skill, this is what you do every time you make a beat. You grab a sample from the internet, you hi-hat, clap, blah, blah, blah. If you only got that one skill because that's where you're at, 
if that beat sucks, then you got nothing else to save it with. So I think it's just getting your skills up so that when you do have beat block, it's, the beat just isn't as bad. It's just not as good as your normal shit. Yo, this is Prophet Beats. You can find me at Instagram at Prophet Beats underscore. Same with Twitter. Uh, Cal Beats, who do you think is the most underrated producer in the industry as of right now? Underrated producer? I think the most underrated producer is probably the dude that nobody fucking knows about that's in every studio that only people in the industry know who it is because i know that there's people out there like that are constantly in sessions with big artists that have publishing deals that didn't do the right thing and they have like 1500 instagram followers from that one time someone tagged them in a post and they're an amazing fucking musician and they bring every song together and they're like the last page on the credits so whoever that person is, <laughs> shout out to that person, because I know there's a lot of them out there. So it's, I'm not going to necessarily say, because every, I mean, every producer isn't as big as the artists in general. So, but like those people behind the scenes that nobody even knows of, that's the underrated producer right there. I'm Timix and I want to ask, uh, what's the best plugin for hip hop production? And if Omnisphere is worth it? Uh, best plugin... Man, I love Keyscape. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of like piano trap beats. I just love pianos. I play the piano, you know what I mean? I love a nice sounding piano. That's my favorite, but I would be nothing without Omnisphere and like Electra X. I love synth plugins. If you can get a synth plugin, it's always gonna be so solid. Like if you have like a Keyscape or like a nice keyboard, like Rhodes and Grand Piano keyboard plugin, even if it's not Keyscape, Keyscape's like expensive, even if it's like a cheaper one with a grand piano, you know what I mean? If you can add your own effects to it, whatever. And then like a nice synth, like I've never, I, I need to like dive into more synth plugins, man. Cause there's so many different, cause pianos are going to be the same. Pianos are going to, obviously you can have a nice piano, whatever, but like synths and bells and that's when you can start really getting like unique sounds and creating arps and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the two ones I use the most, Keyscape, Omnisphere. It depends where you're at. A lot of people, there's people that buy Omnisphere that still make shitty beats. Make some shitty beats with your fucking, um, with your regular plugins that come with FL Studio. And then you're going to get to the point where you're like, all right, I need Omnisphere because these beats are dope. They would just be doper with better sounds. Um, a lot of people are like buying Omnisphere and buying all this crazy shit but like their beats still suck ass because they're like, they're, which is normal. My beats sucked ass too when I first started making beats. But like, you just gotta, I don't know. <laughs> you just gotta keep working and just wait to timing. I, I honestly waited too late to be honest, but you gotta know where you're at. I can't tell you that from not listening to your beats. So Yo, what's up, Temi? So here's a question I have. I want to know what's the hardest point in your career? What's the hardest thing you faced as a music producer in your career or your journey, hobby, whatever we can call it? Or like if you've ever want or if you've ever felt like you wanted to quit? Because I know I'm kind of at that point, so I want to know if like anyone kind of shared that, if anyone's had the same experience, especially someone that's been very successful like you. Dude, so like I just want to be to be fucking honest. I was never just like I feel like a lot of people 
a lot of people do this. They they set up a studio and they tell everyone around them that they are a music producer and they make beats, but they're not making a living off of it yet. Dude, like my friends that I know from college and everything, they don't even fucking, they don't even really understand how much of a music producer I am. I just went off and did my own thing and tried to make money being an entrepreneur. And because I was a creative and had all these different skills, it always, Beats was always my number one thing and I never even knew it. Beats was always the thing that I didn't get sick of. You know what I mean? I knew it was for me because I never, I, no matter how much I did it, I never got sick of doing it because music is amazing. Even when it was bad, like I would always come back and try to make a beat and you have that, like you have that feeling where you're like, damn, you're just fucking standing up vibing in the studio. Like, oh shit. Like that was crazy. So, I mean, my biggest my biggest thing that I've overcome professionally, like, was when I first started trying to make money. It was I moved to Florida. I was running out of money. Student loans were kicking in. I had a car payment that I bought when I didn't have money, and I literally had like, I literally had like eight hundred dollars left, and my finance, my, like, the money at the every end of every month that I paid on like my rent my car payment, my student loans, every everything added up to like $1500 or something like that. Whatever 336 ti- whatever $336, let me just do it. I think it's like 1200. Whatever 336 times 4 is, which is 336 times 4 is $1344. It was a hat, what I had to make every month. And if you do the math, <laughs> 800 minus 1300 is negative money. So I was trying to sell beats and I was like making some money. I was editing videos for people. Every possible skill that I even like skills that I half had. I would I had website. I was designing websites for people even though I barely knew how to do it. And like nah, I I didn't I wouldn't say I barely knew how to do it, but like I wasn't as good at it at it as I am with like beats or anything. And I was just trying to make money, man. And then some kid, shout out to John Williamson. He was, I don't know if he's still trying to rap, but he was like an ex-baseball player that was like a rapper. Found my beats and bought unlimited rights, 250 bucks. I went on tour that same week and got paid up front. So I got like a nice, like $1,200 like $1, or something or like a thousand bucks that week. And, and then the next week, Monday started off and I was like, all right, let's get it. Fucking, I got to make another 200 bucks. And then I made it again. And I was just hustling on Instagram, DMing people nonstop. And, I was, and then I got home from tour. And this is 2016, like November 2016. And I got home and I was like, all right, I'm going to add all this up. I got to figure out how much money I need to make every month. And then I just wrote down a list. What do I need to do? I need to post a beat like every other day. I need to be posting on Instagram. I need to be updating my website. I need to be emailing things out all the time to the email list I have of just people that I've met, putting together deals. Every time I go back to Boston to go home for a second, I need to schedule like one or two video shoots and just try to make money. And eventually in less than a year, that went from making 300 bucks a week to making like 1200 bucks a week by like June. And then after that, I started going harder on YouTube because my mom got sick and you guys know the rest of that story. 
and now I'm here two years later popping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, dude, I mean, I just knew I didn't want a job. You know what I mean? That's it. Like, and Beats was the only thing that I didn't give up at. People were making money. So I just committed to it. I just fully committed to it. And like, dude, I don't know. You just, you just have to fucking keep going. I did I I never wanted to fucking quit. I would have rather died than fucking not than than work at a job somewhere. I would have rather been a bum on the side of the road. I would have figured something out because I I've worked at jobs. I've I have a business degree for in college. I did an internship and it was like I was literally I did it for like 2 months. <laughs> and it was the I still think about it and cringe. It was so bad. And um I knew I couldn't do that. I was so fucking depressed and like I every second I was in that fucking cubicle I was like shaking because I just like I couldn't do it there's something in me that I just can't work a stupid job like that and that was like the next step that everyone was taking so I was like all right I fucking have to figure something out and I knew because of that feeling I had at, in that cubicle that I wasn't going to be able I was like all right if I go damn this isn't working out I need to get a job if I went and got a job like that, I knew for a fact in like two, in like 4 days I would have quit. So I was like, that's not going to work. I know myself, I know I'm going to quit. I I'm not I'm just going to stop showing up. I, that's the way I am. Like tomorrow if I if I wake up and decide, you know what? I don't feel like recording a video today. I don't feel like doing this. I'm going to do this today. I'm going to play video games all day. Not that I really do that, but like I didn't like the fact that like someone else was controlling my shit and it was such a stupid fucking thing no matter what everyone's working these stupid ass jobs and I didn't like the fact that like you have to come in at this time and you got to do this and you got to do that you know what I mean like I don't know like that just is not for me I just can't do that and even though I work harder than every single one of those people that that do that that type of thing I can't stick to a schedule like that I hold myself to a schedule because I like getting things done. But at the same time, maybe I'm up till 4 a.m. tonight and I wake up at 2 p.m. tomorrow. And that's fine. Who cares? That's what I'm going to do. Like, you know what I mean? I just can't. I don't know. I just can't do that. So I never thought of quitting because of that because I knew I couldn't work a job. But if you're someone that does work a job, man, like, dude, I don't know. You're only going to live once. I'm going to stop here. This is, that was the last voice memo I got. You're only going to live once. What are you like? We're all just floating in outer space because we've been here so long on earth. You can go to your sink and push a tap and water comes out and like people get so caught up and like, because of how things are so complicated now in, in, in the world, but it's just like, Oh, everyone's gonna die <laughs> in a in hundred years everyone's gonna be dead none of this is gonna matter and then everyone's just gonna move on and that's the way it is so like you you have to do whatever the fuck you want you know what i mean i'm not gonna fucking gonna waste my time working some stupid ass job because it's because what's the point you know what i mean like what is the point of that if we're all just gonna die none of this is gonna matter and i'm gonna waste my time as a human doing stupid stuff i don't want so maybe I'm a little extreme, but like, that's the stuff, I, that's what I constantly think about. And I can get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like, that's what I constantly think about. And, and it's embedded in my brain. So I think it's something to think about for anyone that's serious about 
this i think you should figure out why you want to do this and yeah anyways <laughs> all right that is the end of this episode of the podcast thank you to everyone that submitted your voice memos um if you want to submit a voice memo for the next one and you're listening to this right now just put in the subject line kyle beats podcast and send it to kyle beats emails at gmail.com um and yeah just email me a voice memo recorded on your iphone that was that was great that was super cool i, I really like this one i hope you guys liked it um like i said i have so many guests that are lined up but because of the holiday season we couldn't get anything scheduled i'm trying to be a lot more schedule oriented and and uh keep people and schedule these out professionally instead of being like hey you want to do a podcast tonight and hopefully they're hopefully they're ready tonight um i want to try to schedule them ahead of time because i have a lot of great people like that are down to be on this i just have to we just have to schedule correctly around our schedules anyways schedules this schedules that thank you guys for listening to this podcast um i hope you enjoyed it i enjoyed asking listening to your questions it's cool it was like such a personal touch added to this one from you guys so definitely want to do that again for sure um even in the next one maybe i'll, I'll do it again and and like we can both hear the questions both people that I have on here on the podcast but anyways i'll see you guys in the next podcast it's on spotify now it's lit See you guys in the next one next week. Peace out.